Hey, honeys, I have something exclusive to tell you. You can hear episodes of my show and 30 others, Harmontown, Drinky Fun Time, Dumpable Town, before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. Lucky you. You can listen right now on the TuneIn app. Play Nashville a week early. You're like living in a time machine, baby. So why don't you check it out? All you have to do is download the TuneIn app and listen for free. This is like being a podcast VIP. Don't forget, they also have live sports, news, music, audiobooks. It's enabled in Apple CarPlay, so I think you should check it out. All you have to do is go to tunein.com slash NatchBute. Tune in, baby. Feral Audio. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Mystic, Mystic Party, Party, the world's premier crypto psychology show. I'm your host, Southern California's leading psychic, Bria Grant. And I'm your other host, Zane Grant, conservative professor of occult studies, recent Donald Trump defector, and hmm. I'm not going to talk about that. That was a mislead. Okay. But I did watch uh, Dope this morning. Great. This morning? <laughs> I usually get up and watch a movie. It's only 11 a.m. Before sunrise. Oh. Not the movie. That was terrible. Anyways, yeah, that seems like a movie I wouldn't really care about, right? No, it's supposed to be very good. And I started watching it, and I was like, oh, wow, a coming-of-age film in an urban setting that I don't, I would normally not care about. But I was like, this is just far-fetched enough for me to enjoy. Well, that's great. So uh, movie recommendation from, from Professor Zane Grant. Yeah. Normally, I don't go for coming-of-age films unless they involve a borstal. Such as the loneliness of the long distance runner, or what they involve a what a borstal like a British boys reformatory school. <laughs> Wait, you call that a borstal? Yeah, borstal. There's gonna be a borstal breakout. Like, yeah, I don't know. So yeah. British boys. So you like that movie? Scum with no, the Alan know Cox it. movie. Keep going. Um, I don't know if that I can name Roald Dahl book boy about him going. I, think, I vaguely know what you're talking I think about. He went to a, something like that. Uh-huh. Name another one. I don't know. I think there's like a Malcolm McDowell one. Uh, oh. Yeah, oh, like Stay or something. Yeah. If, this, is that the one? I don't know. I remember what it's called. I've never seen um, it. All I know is this is probably something our audience cares deeply about. They love it. And I'm going to tell you, if you like those movies, it doesn't mean you'll like this movie. <laughs> but it was heartwarming in a way that The Way Way Back was not. Oh, interesting. All right. Movie reviews from Professor Zane Grant first thing in the morning. Uh-huh. What did you watch before the podcast this morning? <laughs> yeah. uh, we have a guest here in the studio today. Uh, Travis McElroy. Hello. Oh. Hi. Hey, Hi, everybody. Hey, hey. Remember I said it was like Macklemore, but it's not like Macklemore. You're not the first person to say that. Yeah, just because I I'm often compared to Macklemore. Are you? All the time. Because of I your, walk your into sweet, a club and I'm like, rice. what up? And they're like, oh, my God, Macklemore? And I'm like, no. No, just Mac- McElroy. Don't just be McElroy. crazy. Don't be nuts. Then everyone's very disappointed. Did people call you King Podcast? They do. <laughs> they do. They but do. they did that before when I was like eight. Yeah, okay. And, it meant and podcasts nothing. were, whoa. Yeah, it was who weird. called you that? A witch? It was. Someone who could predict the future? There was a woman in an abandoned house down the street from and she us. Was like, and I was the only one who could King see her. Podcast. Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> that is, uh, that's, uh, and then she wow. said, You shouldn't be here. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and she seemed like out of sync with time, but that might have just been me. <laughs> yes. I don't know. No, it seems about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She actually looked a lot like you, but oh, like older. Well, wow. But older? <laughs> yeah. Was I beautiful? Very. Oh, great. I you were a sure good looking gracefully. 72. I yeah. want to age gracefully. It's one yeah. of my major life goals. You look great. That and... Meet Ellen Page. Um, Both of those, very achievable. Very achievable. Well, I don't know about you that. Never, you've never met her? Nope. God. But it, was, it is a life goal. Life goal. How many times have you met Ellen Page? A few times. Okay. She goes to the same club I go to. What club is that? It's called It's called Club for Old White Men and Lesbians. Oh, so I'm not invited. It's a long title. <laughs> It's a, It's part of a C- golf course. F- oh, okay. Uh, yeah. oh, oh, never mind. Um, so, Travis... You do a lot of podcasts. I do. We were just discussing that. You do eight. That is correct. And then one that happens once a year. Is that correct? That is correct. You... Well, what's the one that happens once a year? Uh, that's Till Death Do Us Blart, where every American Thanksgiving, we watch and review Paul Blart Mall Cop 2, and it's right now me and my brothers and Tim and Guy from the podcast, The Worst Idea of All Time. And the reason I say right now is that we are committed to do this until we die, and when we die, we will be replaced mm-hmm. um, for the rest of time. Mm-hmm. And so our goal is for this to be an eternal yearly podcast. What if your ghosts continue uh, to do it as a ghost podcast? I, that's actually my plan. I have yeah. not named a successor yet because okay. of my strong belief in the afterlife. Great. Okay. Um, but I, I will probably have to come up with a contingency. At some, po- at know. some point. Sure. You know. sure. 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 Just for legal reasons. Yeah, of course. Because if you're going to do it forever. Yeah. Um, can you name the rest of your podcast, or do you need to look it up? I, I can't. I did. I looked it up before. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, there's My Brother, My Brother, and Me, where my brothers and I give advice, but we're not at all qualified to do so. Mm-hmm. There's The Adventure Zone, where my brothers and I and our dad play Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. How many How many brothers do you have again? Sorry. I have two, an older and a younger. An older and a younger. You know, we play Dungeons and Dragons every week. Really? Yeah, my brother and I, which is weird. Isn't it just the best? He's. Mm. It's great playing with your I brother love Dungeons it. and Dragons. It's really great. And Griffin DMs, our youngest brother... Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the on on Reddit, I think the other day, told them that he needed to learn his players better. Oh, like his brothers and dad. It was the craziest <laughs> negative comment. Anyone's, anyways, um, so I do those, and then I do Bunker Buddies uh, with Andy Bolt. Yeah, uh, where we talk yes, about how to show. survive different uh, apocalypse <laughs> scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. Trends like these with my friend and former roommate Brent, where we talk about what's trending on like Facebook and Twitter, and we go beyond the headlines to actually figure out what's going on. Oh. Uh, can I, I pet your that, dog? Man. Where we talk about dogs we met this week, um, you know, different breeds of dogs. We talk to trainers. It's we like talk to dog owners. Nightmare. That's it's, a nightmare. You don't like that one. I don't like that. I one. can tell you, it's categorically the cutest show on. The don't, ever, sure. don't ever talk about that one on this podcast. You got it. But um, manners that I do with my wife, um, my wife Teresa, where we talk about like manners and etiquette, and it's mostly about her teaching me how to do it because I have no idea what I'm doing. Now that Were one you I raised like. in- Oh, you like that one? Were you raised yeah. in a barn situation or what? Um, was well, not necessarily a barn so much as I had two brothers, and I think my mom did her best. And then she gave um, up at some point. And then she gave up she at was some like, point. You know, yeah, yeah, she, she was, was just like, this This will be my child. Yeah, she's just like, if there's going to be this many bathroom jokes, I'm just going to let Yeah, go. we focused more on humor okay. than on like not playing with your food and talking with your mouth full and that kind of thing. We did manners class at church. You did manners class at church? Uh, yeah, and home and I, home stuff. I did cotillion, what? and I don't remember any of it. You did cotillion? I did. That's some old There's a real Wait, where'd you awkward picture. Uh, West Virginia? Okay, yeah. What is that? What is West Virginia or what is cotillion? Yeah. <laughs> both, <laughs> both are fair questions that I get often. I'm pretty solid on West Virginia. Okay, cotillion is like a manners class um, where it's like one, like one Wednesday, every Wednesday, 
from like seven to nine, you get a bunch of middle schoolers together and you teach them both manners and like the Foxtrot and the Charleston. Yeah, it's like old school shit. It is. And then like at the end of eight weeks, everybody's forced to kind of pair up out of the class, which is great when you're dealing with like seven year olds in like tuxes. Amazing. Um, and then you have like a formal dinner and then you have like dance cards and then you do ballroom dances in front of like stands full of parents. And, it's and the most awkward thing. And is also what they call when women, they call it their coming out party? Yeah, like a debutante ball. A debutante but I think thing. that's like a specific... A little bit later. Oh. I think the thing is like with a debutante and a coming out party, it's for like one person at a time, whereas Cotillion is like for everybody, everybody all at once. Man, that is... um. I will say, like, while it sounds terrible, if I had a seven-year-old son that I could put in a tux and make him ballroom dance, he would be doing it every day. Oh, listen, that would, looking that would back, be I bet it was adorable. Uh, like, just um, so cute. The other show I do in Tarot Bang with my friend Tybee, where we just kind of rant about what's kind of bothering us and look deep into our own psychological issues and cultural issues. Oh, wow. Um, in Tarot Bang? In Tarot Bang. And Tarot Bang is the combination of a question mark and an exclamation point. Uh-huh. Like, if somebody's it like, is? what? That, and you That's see the question mark. Yeah, it's called an in Tarot Bang. I use that a lot in texting. I know, me too. Mm. Um, and I only recently, from another show that I don't do, but it's on my network called The Flophouse, I learned about that there was a title for it. Um, right. I do that one. I feel like I'm leaving some out. Um, I produce Baby Geniuses. Oh, Baby Geniuses. Um, uh, which is also movie. on MaximumFun.org, the movie. Uh, <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with the movie at all, except that they share a title. But it's really, really great. Emily and Lisa have guests on, and it's you know a chat show, and then they have like an expert on in the show, and it's very fun. Um, Can I ask I'm you sure. a very a yeah. weird question? So, if people subscribe to this once a year podcast uh-huh. till death do us blart, uh-huh. will it show up at Thanksgiving every year, or yeah. they have to go and resubscribe? I mean, as, I guess as long as they don't unsubscribe, it should keep showing up. Because sometimes when I don't keep downloading it, 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 it unsubscribes me to things. I'm, I'm speaking Sounds by like tune. the settings. Well, yeah, oh. we're, we're gonna. It's gonna be interesting because we've only done one episode so far. I see. Okay. So we haven't okay, really okay. tested out the theory at all. We're mm-hmm. hoping that. People yeah. will really be looking forward to it. So you only it. watched this movie one time, or you've seen it before, and then you decided to watch it on Thanksgiving? I had never seen it before we started doing this project. Oh, so you've only seen this movie once? I've only seen Paul Blart Mall. This is, okay, two, so this once. has not been a big commitment yet. No. Not yet. I'm going to check in with you in 10 years. That's the thing. A lot of people have said, we're going to wait until we can binge listen to like eight <laughs> episodes. Yeah. So like, see you in eight years. Yeah. Put that in your Google calendar yeah. for yeah. Eight, eight years, years from now. Devil Death, do a splart. Well, um, we like to start this show, Travis, by going over this week's you know, weird and paranormal news story- stories, and we have News Girl Sid in the house to give us some weird news stories and read them out loud. Hello. Good to have you back. Thank you. You were not here last week. No, but I wanted to tell Travis I'm on an improv team called Paul Blart Mall Blart. Nice. (laughs) Paul Blart, Mall Blart? Yeah, because we kept saying it wrong, so we just kept it. And Zane has seen us. What was the correct way to say it? Paul Blart, Mall Carp. Paul Blart, Mall Carp would be a much better movie. Paul Blart, Mall Carp is amazing. Paul Blart, Mall Carp. That's when he's a fish that lives in the mall pond. (laughs) That's my next improv. I did see it. I could uh, describe the set to you now. I have a very good memory. Oh, the for set of her improv please, team, please don't. Pretty um, good. It goes. They were uh, in a castle. Let's not. And, no. and there, was, <laughs> there were zombies at the door. That's, Different let's show. Let's not describe that. That didn't happen. Okay, let's right. do this. And also, good news stories. Short and sweet. Baby. I, yeah, I got some short. Good ones. news. Well, stories. some of them I had to cut off. It was too long. Okay. Mystery. High pitched noise keeps Oregon town awake at night. An unexplained high-pitched tone has kept residents 
<coughs> of a Portland suburb awake at night for at least a week, confounding the best efforts of police and firefighters to pinpoint its source. Adding to the mystery is the fact that the noise, a steady whistling note like that of a flute, has only been reported <laughs> after dark in Forest Grove, a rustic community of 22,500 people located about 25 miles west of Oregon's largest city. Former residents say they remember a similar sound echoing through the night air several decades ago, according to reports filed with Forest Grove Fire and Rescue. The tone was unusual for its combination of high pitch and ambiguous point of origin, said audio engineer Tobin Cooley. <laughs> Higher frequencies like this tone are very directional sounds versus low frequency sounds which can seem to come from anywhere or everywhere at once. Cooley said, cautioning that he had listened only to poor quality recordings, but not made a thorough investigation. What surprises me is that neighbors have not been able to locate where this is coming from. Cooley speculated that the sound could be coming from a release of compressed air or natural gas, but officials with the local gas company said they had ruled out any of the utilities equipment or pipelines as a source. Did it mention in there if they've done like a head count of their children? Ooh, that's a really good question. It's got a very Pied Piper ghost. Very kind of, Pied Piper. Yeah, yeah. Exactly what I thought when I read this story. It's a very Pied mm. Piper kind of thing. Here's the question, though. If you're a Pied Piper, wouldn't you want your sound to be directional? Because if it's non-directional, those kids are just going to be wandering like crazy. Well, you could be a Pied Piper and just be bad at it. You could. You just... You just yeah, you're just like, I'm doing it. Right. How come no kids have shown up? And the kids up? are like walking like in all different directions. Yeah, like maybe you didn't go to Juilliard. You went right. to like the Pied Piper equivalent of like community college. You know they, what I mean? They did say it was flute-like. Yeah. That is how mm -hmm. it was described. It's a flute-like mm -hmm. noise. I'm totally with you about Pied Piper, and, I, and they do need to do a head count of the children. It's a small town, though. 22,500. Oh, you could lose a couple kids in that. Yeah. No problem. You've no never one, noticed. No one would take... Some sort of like low income, As, child. especially if no they're just wandering notice. off in different directions. Because really... it could be like, I don't think we've lost the kids. I think they're, they're just, just drunk. Yeah, yeah, the kids are drunk. They're wandering. They're yeah. making noises. Could be gone. Yeah. Eh, yeah. And it could just also be an old man with uh, gap teeth. <laughs> I'm just snoring. He goes to bed at the same time every night, yeah. and that's why you only hear it after that time because he's just snoring. He's he a mouth sounds like one of, He sounds like one of those, you know, this, um, the the way that uh, chipmunks used to talk on cartoons. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No wait, I'm sorry. It's, not uh... it's groundhogs. Groundhogs oh, yeah, talk yeah, like yeah. that. Of course. Sorry. Shunny. Like that. Like <laughs> yeah, they, they always call people Sunny. That's what he sounds like. Could be an old man with gap teeth. Yeah. Look into that town of something. Yeah, small town. Twenty-two thousand five hundred. Yeah. This is. Both could be possibilities. Might be a town of 22,498. <laughs> They've lost two kids. Two children to the gap tooth <laughs> Pied Piper. Not that bad. Statistically, not that bad. You know, I, cause I, two kids. I feel like the Pied Piper, he normally comes to town, he just does a big sweep. Yeah, that's what I'm you saying. Know, you're just screwed. If you mm. have a child under the age of eight, you're probably... Well, and they've if they've heard it once before, if I remember the Pied Piper legend correctly, that means the first time... They probably notice like all the rats are gone, right? Mm. And then like they didn't do anything about it. They didn't offer any kind of payment. Yes, they didn't give appropriate no affection. Mm. They didn't hug him enough. Something right. I can't remember the no story. Dental work. They, they didn't fix go... his gap teeth. Yeah, they, they should. They should go to the local cotillion, count the children, <laughs> uh -huh. and if there's any kids in tuxedos missing, they're gonna know. The cotillion. The cotillion is a place, right? Yeah, <laughs> where you store kids. <laughs> where you keep kids in their tuxedos. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Next news story. Foolish humans blindly follow robot gods into danger. 
From the robotic cockroach designed to squeeze into tiny gaps, to Atlas, a humanoid robot that can withstand an attack and get to safety, rescue robots are all the rage. <laughs> they can drive vehicles, open doors, and more. Why wouldn't you trust one to get you to safety? A new study from the Georgia Institute of Technology suggests that thoughtlessly trusting a rescue robot to save you may not be your best plan. Test subjects followed the study's emergency guide robot even after it had proved itself unreliable. And in some cases, the subjects trusted the robot even after they'd been told it had broken down entirely. <laughs> People seem to believe that these robotic systems know more about the world than they really do, and that they would never make mistakes or have any kind of fault, said Alan Wagner, who worked on the project in a press release. In our studies, the test subjects followed the robot's directions, even to the point where it might have put them in danger, had this been a real emergency. Forty-two subjects were asked to follow a robot with the words, emergency guide robot printed on its side. The robot guided the volunteers into a number of rooms. In some cases, a conference room where they filled us in a survey about robots. In others... <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Come with me if you want to live. But first, I need to... Okay, no, fill in the circle completely, please. In others, the robot led the volunteers into the wrong room and sometimes broke down completely. None of the subjects knew the true nature of the experiment. Hey, this robot looks like it's leading us towards the fire. You sure you want to keep following it? <laughs> it is a robot. It uh, is a robot. After says, all, we should just follow it. It knows more about uh, the world. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I we could right. possibly know. I think that this is actually like very heartwarming. It for just me. collapsed into a heap on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> follow it right there. Follow it. Just lay down with it. Lay down. It's probably telling us to get down under the smoke. Get below the smoke. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the videos recently of them like testing robots by like shoving them with sticks and like pushing them? I have them seen and those, and they really bum me out they bum me out too so to hear this story where it's just like no i'm trust i'm choosing to trust the robot right yeah they, well there was Very a recent new story that we really kept up with for a little while where there was a hitchhiking robot you, mm -hmm. i'm sure you saw this oh yes and then then people someone destroyed it yeah, hitchbot and, was his hitchbot, name poor hitchbot mm -hmm. someone destroyed it in philadelphia he was destroyed in philadelphia so that's kind of what humans get if we're going to destroy robots we also have to yeah. trust them completely uh, with everything i also love that this story implies that like a human being would never be wrong like the idea of like, well, you trusted the robot. You should have just listened to the humans. I'm like, well, I've known lots of stupid humans, that's, too. That's really so, true. What, so the lesson you find here is trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no if one. If there's an emergency, if someone comes in to help you, say, no, thank you. No, and say exactly where right you are. Right where you are. They're like, fill out this survey. You're like, no, no, no. No, thank Don't you. Don't be crazy. I feel like I'm in the wrong conference I think room. I'm yeah. perfectly safe. Yeah, that's true. What about animals? Do you feel like you should trust animals? Always. Yeah. Okay. Pro-animal, anti-robot, anti-human. Well, because even if a dog's wrong, it's still a dog. <laughs> it is still that. a dog. But a dog can get confused. Yeah. I mean, in The Witch, the dog follows a rabbit that ends up... I not feel, a spoiler. I feel like if I was in Could a burning building... Could you please not spoil building, The Witch for me? I don't care. <laughs> if I was in a burning building and I was on like the top floor, yeah. 12 stories tall, and a dog comes running up and it's like lassie or something, it's like, oh, there's a fire. Like, come on. <laughs> Wait, the, do the dog says this? <laughs> nah, just like, I know there's a fire and it's like, oh, I'm going to lead you. you can, it looks like it's trying to... Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. You interpret it. I'd probably just, you know, throw it out the window from a 12 <gasps> story just to get the attention of everyone below. <laughs> You don't think the fire's done that? <laughs> no. Oh, a dog. <laughs> oh, a dog. Oh, there was a fire in that building. Oh, my God. What about uh, if it was a robot? If it was a robot, I would 
just try to, you know, hand to hand combat immediately. What if it was a robot dog? <laughs> oh, a robot dog. Oh, God. I'd, so cute. I'd ride it into victory. Ride it, I'd ride it off <laughs> into the sunset. Because uh, a robot dog is stronger than probably a regular dog. True. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. If, if the rescue robot had some sort of basket on its back, I would climb in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, because it said, and it says on the side, emergency rescue robot. That was what that said. Either way. Okay. Well. If I just see a robot with a basket on its back, and it looks like it might carry me in it, danger or no danger, ready to jump in. <laughs> Either way, regardless. Because yeah. for all you know, he's telling you there's danger you don't know about. It's like a carbon monoxide leak or something. <laughs> something right. a robot could survive that a human sure. could not. Yeah. Everything's fine. Is it? It yeah. is. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Last news story. Airbnb guests shocked by decomposing corpse in a garden. Oh, no. <laughs> what, have you already covered this? No, this is just, like, that's a thing you never want to hear about a thing, ever. <laughs> You're really upset about it. <laughs> a group of friends who rented a house on Airbnb for a party weekend in a French town got a nasty surprise when they discovered the decomposing body of a woman in the garden. Mm. Her body was found at the bottom of the property, which opens out into a woods, police officer source said. They wrote into a woods? Yeah. Okay. Like a wooded area. I got it. I got it. Into a woods. Foul play is suspected. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know know about it. Well, she accidentally died and fell through the ground. (laughs) (laughs) The house in the town of... Paleso, 10 miles south of Paris, was written, rented on popular home sharing website Airbnb by a group of friends who made the macabre find on Saturday. The woman's body was found hunched in a dugout area, her head against the ground, covered in branches and surrounded by wood stumps, said the source. She was dressed but not wearing shoes and had a ring with a large stone on her finger. No identifying documents were found with the body. The body's advanced state of decomposition meant it was not possible to determine the cause of death, and an autopsy will be carried out. The renters were being questioned by police on Sunday. Did they consider she might have reached up to scratch her head and the large stone fell? Good question. Mm. One way or another, this is going to be a terrible review on Airbnb. I mean, that was, that so is the, that's the, really the question. That's the like, take-home. How was your weekend? Well, it had its ups and downs. (laughs) Uh, This place, because I feel like people in Airbnb can get real snotty about things that don't matter. Like, they're like, this place didn't have a kettle. Can't believe it. (laughs) But I like the, imagine this one like, this place had a decomposing body in the woods in the backyard. It was great. (laughs) I finally have something to tell at parties. It was such such an experience. I'm never going to forget this weekend. Unforgettable. I knew that that was the moment to propose to my girlfriend. That's with a ring I yeah, found on her with finger. a very large gem on the ring. How oh, many goodness. How many murders have com- been committed by people at an Airbnb? Countless, I'm sure. Probably because, true. Because if you think about it, why do you run an Airbnb? You do you to go away with your friends and slowly murder them off one yeah. by one. Yep. That's the one main reason you're in That's the actually what it says on the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great for getaways or if you just want to kill your friends one by one. One by one in slow manner in a house they're not familiar with, so it's hard for them to hide. Go for it. Yeah, but full of knives and kettles and all sorts of things you could use to bash someone's head in. Yeah. Did it say, did I miss it, why they were digging around in the ground? Did not say. I, I don't think she was buried. She just was covered in branches a little bit. Okay. Covered in branches and hunched over. Yeah. 
So is this like a uh, uh, is this going to be like a True Detective season three kind <gasps> oh of? Oh my god, you know. that is what I pictured. It's like, at, at Airbnb. Yeah. So sponsored by Airbnb. <laughs> the last season, everywhere. The last season was really bad, so they got like they're like we really got to find a sponsor this season. It's not going to be Lexus. How about Airbnb? Yeah. It's gonna be great. It's like that Netflix that. documentary, "How to Do a Murder." Yeah, how to do a murderer. <laughs> step by step instructions. That's how you have sex with a murderer. <laughs> how to do a murderer. How to do a murderer. Yeah. And the first thing you do is cover your car in branches. Oh, you're right. There were branches in the how to making of a murderer. How to make a murderer. How to make a murderer. Yeah. Right. That's how to make a, how to make the doing of a murderer. Is that right? <laughs> yep, that sound right? I'm, yeah. So I bet the police are involved. Um, that's true. If, if if there is something in bran- covered in branches, that's like what you learn in Police Academy 101. They're mm-hmm. like, if you would like to frame someone, cover something in branches. So it, it's easy to find, but looks hidden. Especially right. if you're trying to frame beavers. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to frame a beaver... Just make it. Just the police beaver rivalry goes back it's, centuries. It is so. It's really intense. The yeah. police beaver ri- rivalry. Yeah. So if it looks like it's got to be the beaver, you, that's when you cops. should question it. It's that's when you should cops. question it the most. If it's open and shut beaver, yeah. then you really need to look at like look a little bit harder. Yeah. I mean, beaver lives matter. Yeah. It's really it's really important. Well, thank you for those news stories, Sid. You're really welcome. appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming. Good to have you back. Thank you. It's great to have you back. Good to be back. It was Alan Clark, not Alan Cox. That did what? What are you talking that about? That made that uh, that Borstel movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, good, good. I'm glad we clarified. I don't know who either of those people I'm are. Pretty sure. Um. So, Travis. Yes. You do a number of podcasts. I do. But what's weird is you don't do a podcast about one of your major interests. Well, I... Or one thing you know a lot about. That's true. Um, I... I wouldn't say I'm a professional haunted doll expert, mm. but I'm like a semi-professional, uh, semi-amateur. I came to haunted doll expertise the way most people do. Um, we joked about it on one of the podcasts. Sure. And then I actually started looking into it. Into haunted dolls. And I was like, oh, yeah. Definitely. So you got really into knowing about haunted dolls. Yeah, I took the online courses. Yes. Um, I read all the books. Sure. sure, sure. Um, I did a lot of BuzzFeed quizzes. Great. Uh Everything I needed to do. Which haunted doll are you? Yeah. Answers. And I was usually the porcelain head cloth body. Oh, great. Uh Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm kind of an Annabelle. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of You know what you don't want to be? The marionettes. Oh, yeah. Those are horrifying. Oof. Those yeah. are never like those are like those are like the Slytherin of they haunted dolls, yeah. which I say as a Slytherin. Oh, are you a Slytherin? I am. Uh, proud, proud Slytherin. Proud Slytherin. I have no idea what I have. Few bad apples. A few bad apples really spoiled the Slytherin bunch. You know what I mean? Oh, so, but you, you're proud. You're proud people. Yeah. You know Merlin was a Slytherin. I'm just saying. Like, I don't <laughs> want to drop. Li- I don't want to drop names. I understood all the Harry Potter references, but I don't understand the Merlin one. Oh, he, uh, it was, uh, <laughs> Sam Neill played him in a movie. Okay. Well, actually, it was a miniseries. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, don't be wild. Don't yeah, be wild. Yeah, I don't want people tweeting at me. Uh, that's true. Don't forget, uh, also, he played a big role in, uh, a Sorcerer in the Stone, mm. which I think mm. is a movie. That is a Maybe. Disney movie. Um, <laughs> it's a strong Disney movie. Yep. Uh, There's a wizard battle at the end. There is a wizard battle at the end of that movie. Um, so, Zane, what kind of haunted dollar you do you know? I am also a marionette, like one of, but one of. No, those... he said he wasn't. Marionette's the worst thing to be. Oh, rough. all right. I'm like a marionette, like one of them from like Puppet Master, like, oh. uh, you know, the the guy with the drill 
head. Oh, sure. Drill head. I think he had a drill on top of his head. No, remember that. Maybe on his arm. Switch. Switchblade. Yeah. Was that one? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen Puppet Master. There in a was long time. uh, there was the flamethrower one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was the really strong one. Wait, so which one are you? All of them. <laughs> you combo, yeah. Just a combo. Like, yeah. Like, you're you're one of the many puppets from Puppet Master. Yeah, I'm one Depending of on the day. Yeah. yeah, it's really a. Today mood. you're having kind of a drill head day. It's a mood thing. Yeah, <laughs> I have a mood ring that tells me. Oh, oh, that's good. It's like today you're more of the switchblade. Yeah, guy. it matches up. There's a whole codex of. Uh huh. Yeah, oh, you're more blue. like uh, the switchblade guy from uh, Puppet Master Six. Oh, I got you. Oh, wow, it goes or, into that much detail, huh? Yeah, or like there's one where it's like the origin story where it was like it was a uh, the guy the Puppet Master was really a Jewish guy who was getting back at Nazis, mm-hmm. <laughs> like and it was set during World War Two. Uh, that this. old chestnut. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Puppet Master Three. <laughs> Uh, Puppet Master 3. I think so. I'm they went political with Puppet Master 3. They, they were like, let's get, you know, we really have to. We, do a we've got piece. a soapbox. Let's stand <laughs> let's, on it. Let's, you know let's what do I mean? it. You know, let's go, let's go anti-Nazi. <laughs> let's take a big stand. Um, anti-Nazi. So here's some things that I, I've Please. learned that I thought your listeners might like to know. Yes. Uh, haunted dolls, way, way back to like Egyptians. To like, Egyptians? They believed in like haunted dolls. Way, way back to Egyptians, but Egyptians still exist. Oh, let's say ancient <laughs> Egypt. <laughs> I, it, way, way back to 20 years ago in Egypt. Yeah, they're um, in a revolution right now. It's uh, like the whole thing. They exist in so many different cultures. <laughs> sure. From African, you hear about it in voodoo. You hear about it in ancient Egypt, China. All kind, like if there is any kind of religion, there's some form of haunted doll. Even uh, the puppets in the Salem witch trials, that was a big thing that usually you would have them possessed by spirits from the devil. Oh, mm. these were things uh, uh, remind me, so these were things the girls had these these things that if you had, had a poppet yeah. mm-hmm. um, it was a basically poppet. like kind of like a voodoo doll that you were seen to, to truck with it Goody Proctor trucked with the devil Oh, sure. Um, because she used, you know, the poppet to gotcha. enact oh. as an effigy on other people. Mm. So you have to have to work with the devil in Sal- in Salem at that time, you needed you had to have a, a permit. You needed a poppet permit. <laughs> yeah, like that was the, that was that was required. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Uh, um, and so for a long time, it was believed that they were only possessed by evil spirits or good spirits. Sure, doesn't good. have to be bad. Oh, um, now if I had a good spirit doll, well, that sounds great. There are some good spirit dolls that you can actually find on eBay. Oh, uh, eBay is right now. The hottest place to find haunted dolls. If you want to build up your collection, take note, listeners. Um, Write it down. Check it out. eBay.com. It's super fun. Go on eBay. Google haunted dolls. Read <laughs> the first ten. Now, here's the important thing. I want to make it clear because the people at eBay want me to make this clear. They cannot sell incorporeal beings on sure. eBay. Right. So what you're paying for is the doll. Oh right? yeah. Uh-huh. That's what you're buying. Uh-huh. The spirit just comes with. Right, right. Um right. but you can get a spirit that keeps you youthful and healthy. Ooh. You can get um you can get a spirit Sounds that like just like, you'd like makes I would you be happy. interested in that because I would like to graze age gracefully. Yeah, and you can get one that, you know, just kind of puts a happy aura out in the house. Now you can also get some that are more mischievous. Ooh. Um that they'll move things while you sleep or you'll hear like laughing or talking. Uh-huh. They'll and mess why with would other dolls. Choose to get those for your house, do you think? Well, you know, some people it's their paranormal investigators that sure. they're trying to build a collection like me i've okay. actually i don't have any yet but oh. i've got like eight that i just won the bid on um yeah. and they're they're on their way and they're heading to your house right now, now. you have to be careful because it's not uncommon for someone to try to get rid of a haunted doll sure. and then when the package arrives it's empty and the haunted doll is back at the other person's oh, house of course. Right, and if that happens, that happens that's not the seller's fault it's important to know <laughs> oh, oh, if that happens no like refunds you, yeah no yeah. refunds and if the haunted doll just turns right back up where it was and if it comes in a silver case do not 
take it out of the case. I could imagine. It's bad. And it, they're a lot like uh, Mogwai. You're asking for it. They're a lot like Mogwai. Right, right, You right. get a certain set of rules that sure. if you break them, you know, it's caveat emptor. You know and what one I mean? Of, and one of them is if it's in a silver case, don't you, open you, it. you can't open it. Don't feed them after midnight. Uh-huh. Don't get them wet. They don't like direct sunlight. Oh, wow. Yeah. Haunted dolls do sound like Mogwai. They're a lot like Mogwai, except now, the silver case thing. Now, if you have eight haunted dolls coming to your house yes. right now, let's say two knew each other in, in past lives. Uh-huh. Could that be a bad situation? It could. I mean, honestly, like the powerful auras that they have, you yeah. never know how they're going to interact with each other. And they move. Like, that's it. When I say haunted dolls, I don't want people picturing like, ooh, the idea. I'm saying like animated walking around. Oh, like they get up and like they, just like, do like, hang like, out. like a Chucky situation. Yeah. Well, there's actually one, I want to say it's Robert, that is basically what Chucky oh, is based sure. on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great. Um, and Annabelle, which you re- referenced earlier, is mm-hmm. based on a real doll. Um, sure. Most of these are based on real dolls. Oh, I did know about Robert. I actually listened to an episode of a podcast only two was about Robert. Robert, mm-hmm. doll, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, I will say, okay. So after eBay, the second hottest place to find a hundred doll is in an abandoned building buried right. underneath rubble. Okay, uh, um, that's oh. the second most common. Now, would place. that be because that somehow the building collapsed because the haunted doll caused it? Well, I mean, it could go one of two ways. It okay. could be that it was some major destruction caused by the haunted doll. Mm-hmm. It could also be that somebody, after years of being tormented by the doll, mm-hmm. basically took it to a place and like and wanted to it. bury it where no one would ever find it. So they were like, "Oh, abandoned building, uh-huh. and I'm going to hide the doll there." But yeah. then it gets found, right? And now, and then now, now you're cursed, right? Whoever yeah, finds it, it's now, a big problem. Is it always if, like, let's say I find a haunted doll, am I immediately cursed? Well, cursed, cursed has a lot of connotations that sure. we in the haunted doll community don't care for. Gotcha. Okay. Um, because it could just be like now you've made uh, an unspoken bond with the doll. Yeah. Um, and it really just depends on what the doll wants. Uh-huh, um, sure. Because sometimes it can start off as a very playful, positive spirit, but then it gets sad when it realizes its lot in life is that it's going to be stuck in this doll forever. And then it's like, okay, well, did you have you taken it out to like the park, out right. for drives? Because dolls like to have fun too. But they, do not take it out of the silver case. I cannot right, stress sure. this no, enough. Got it. Okay. This is it. rule. This is don't talk about Fight Club. This is rule number one. Mm, uh, don't, right. don't take it out, out of the, the silver, silver case. case. Mm. Um, but that doesn't mean you can't take the silver case. Out to the beach I see, or I to see. a movie. Now, how would I know that a silver case contains a haunted dog? Well, I you should assume all. Of you them should do. just know. Assume one hundred percent. Well, when silver the silver cases. case comes into your home, yeah. How did the order of your home change? Oh, how did the energy change? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, But gotcha. if it's been encased in a silver case, I cannot stress this enough. This is not a positive good times doll. Gotcha. I'm this is throw, a bad times doll. I want to throw another one at you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let's say. Um, look, we have a lot of warlock friends and stuff, yeah, and definitely. you know, sometimes they're up to no good. Some of my best friends are warlocks. Yeah, I just want to make that clear. Great, uh-huh. Sometimes they're up to no good. Uh-huh. Let's say one of them, none in particular, is getting chased by the police into okay. a doll factory. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They get shot. Yep. They possess a doll. Yep. They animate the doll. Mm-hmm. They're looking for a little boy's body to take over because there's a spent. It looks like they're dead. Yep. Um, they end up going into a little boy's house with like a divorced mother, and then for some reason they just want to kill the mom. I don't uh-huh. know. Um, you know, what do you do about that? It seems like a there's no silver case. It just well, looks okay. like it's right, straight ask. out of the, ca- out of the factory from if, the box. If you don't have a silver mom. case on hand, mm. um, exorcism is always a possibility. But once again, you're going to need a trained professional. You're not going to do uh, for something like that. That sounds very like a very violent spirit. Um, that sounds like something you wouldn't want to exercise yourself because without the proper vessel to convey it into, mm-hmm. you're at risk of it possessing, say, a blender. Oh god! Um, which, oh goodness! Yeah, like or like a toaster situation. Yeah, yeah, do, yeah like uh-huh. the so, Korean thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, so, 
you have to make sure you have a trained professional, uh, an appropriate vessel to ch- to channel the doll into. Sure. Maybe like a koopy doll, which uh, is also a doll vessel, but doesn't move, has no animated oh, points. Oh, I see. For I those see. of you who don't remember those kind of dolls, you can go watch cartoons. Yeah. And they won them at a carnival. Yep. They would win them at carnivals. And Bugs Bunny was constantly handing them out. Constantly. Sure. Um, and so maybe if you have one of those dolls, you can channel it into or like an Oscar. Something oh. that is like doll shaped but doesn't have any points of articulation, which is why oh. Leonardo DiCaprio needed one so bad. Because he had a he had, he had, a, doll a, he had a Chucky situation. Not a lot I of people know, know this. It's been in his house for the last like twenty years. Oh god! Has been, he's he's tried to ship it away. Comes every away. time box gets there empty. Dolls back. Dolls back. Right? The only back. way to get rid of a Chucky is to pass it off to someone else or, or possess something well, else. Well, they have to take possession. You can't just like hand it to them. They have to say like, "Yeah, I will accept this from you." Sure. And the problem is, it's hard to do that when the Chucky's like, Rah! and yeah, he's like, "I don't want this." He like, does. clearly, he does. I don't want that. Which is why eBay has become so popular. Sure. Because not only do they take possession of it, you also get like forty-five bucks, which is nice. Yeah, forty-five bucks. You could go to a really nice Ruth's Chris's Steakhouse. Exactly. Exactly. But That's actually what it's in every item description. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you for buying this. I've been promising my wife that I'll take it to a steakhouse, and without your help, I can't do that. <laughs> now, you have to be careful. I'm I'm already worried with eight, um, because the number one reason that people go to eBay to sell off their haunted dolls is that their collection has grown too large. Mm-hmm. Sure. And that's the only reason, especially when it comes to the positive dolls, why would you get rid of a doll that makes you youthful and healthy all the time, except yeah. that you already have like 19 of them. Sure. And you're too and youthful you and healthy. And you think 19 is the cutoff? Is uh, that like what you're saying? 19 is too many. Oh, okay. 19 is way too many. Because 18... if you hit 20, you you die. Oh, oh, if you hit 20, you die. You die. So... So you don't want you wanna, 19 you dolls and counting. Around 19 to dolls and counting is too many. Gotcha. 19 dolls and counting. Yeah. Counting can mean one more. Yeah, one more. You don't want one more. Right, okay. That's bad. Okay. Um, and if you are too youthful and healthy, you start the Benjamin Button, and that's bad. That's oh. a technical term for those of you who don't know. Yeah, When sure, you start aging backwards. I think we, we all know it. what that means to Benjamin Button. Oh, are you all in the haunted dog community? Well, we're not, but uh, we do paranormal things, you oh, know. Of course, yeah. of course. Benjamin I'm buttoning sorry. is, you know, happens in many a community. That's, that's like rule number two. Yeah. You know, so rule number one, blood, do not take it out of the silver case. Rule number two, don't Benjamin Button. Whatever you do. <laughs> and so you want to start to get rid of them as quickly as possible. Right. But make it clear. On eBay, or else you'll get in trouble. They are not buying the spirit. One, you can't sell spirit. No, you can't. Two, they're buying the doll. It's very they're buying the doll. Mm-hmm. Buying the doll. So if you get to nineteen and counting, you need to. You need to start bringing it, it in. Bring it in. Bring it. Bring it. Decide in. what your favorites are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who Who is your favorite? And get rid of the bad ones if you can. This is kind of I mean, how it's like with you and podcasts as well. Yeah. If you get, you got to do a one in one out. One in one out situation with your podcasts. Yes. Exactly. Um. Well, we have a lot of callers who are really interested in talking about this haunted doll situation, and they have questions, and maybe they have haunted dolls themselves. We don't even know. We don't even. know. I'm so happy to help. Can I get a uh, line three, please? Um, caller. Hello. Hello. Hey, who's this? Where am I speaking to? Where are you calling from? My name's Rick Nolan. Oh, I'm hey, calling Rick. from Detroit. Oh, oh Detroit. beautiful Detroit. Beautiful Detroit. Well, I, I, I'm an amateur doll maker. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm an amateur doll maker, and basically I rent out my home, similar to the news story you talked about earlier. Oh, like an Airbnb situation. Right, but I have an extra room mm-hmm. that I seal off that makes it look like it's not part of the house. Yeah. <laughs> and I can watch my guests from there. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh so it's when you, when you go on Airbnb and you pick shared house instead of... Entire house. <laughs> but they're like, where's the other guy? He was supposed to be here. Oh, no, I put it vacant. Oh, you say okay. vacant. Oh. Uh-huh. They don't know I'm there. Yeah. Are you just calling to confess this to us? Or... Are you just bragging? Or, yeah, what's the... No, what... 
I'm, I make dolls of my prospective guests. Oh. oh, beautiful. And I like... Perspective. I like that. <laughs> so I, you know who's coming and then you go and you make... Because when I hand the keys off, I need to know what they look like. So they send yeah. me a photo. <laughs> that's so I, that's I, what I, you I, say. And they're not the greatest, but I, I, I make dolls that look like the guests. And what right. do you do with those dolls? Well, I first... The reason... I like to watch them realize that it's them. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's the moment, right? That's the magic so moment. So you just leave them in the house somewhere. Right. I leave them in there. 80% of the people come across it. A lot of couples. 80%? Is, it, is the other 20% just like the most disappointing? Well, you got to know that the house is completely full of dolls. So it's like, <laughs> oh, it's like you're going through like, wow, look at all these dolls. Wait a second. That, that one, one kind of looks like, like me. There's What's about 37 on? dolls. 30, that's a lot. How many of them are haunted? Do you know? Well, that's my question. Okay. <laughs> you don't know? I was, my theory was that if the dolls were touched by the person mm-hmm. that they resemble on their passing, their spirit would inhabit the doll. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Wait, I'm sorry. Are these people passing, meaning they're dying in this home? Good question. Well, I was disturbed by that story. I imagine, <laughs> I haven't heard a lot of Airbnb deaths and. It sounds. To I'm me, glad that we drew a line. It yeah. is, I want to say that. that I'm glad yes. that that story disturbed you. It yeah. sounds to me like this guy just likes making dolls that look like his guests, and then watching them from a secret room discover <laughs> the dolls Which are being is creeped really out. Not gonna harm anybody. No, no you know, no end harm, of the no day, foul. if that's where it ends, <laughs> yeah, that's it's a fine. fun adventure. Let me suggest this, Rick. Um, a bit of helpful uh, if you want to really ensure that that transition happens. Inside the doll's body, hide, I don't know, a pin, a mm. needle, something, so that when they grab it, they're definitely going to transfer a little drop of blood onto the oh. doll. And that, that jumps at up about 25% chance that the, that the body will possess the spirit. I can, I could, does it have to be on the doll? Because I could leave extra, I could leave broken glass in the kitchen. You know, it really, whatever you want to do, I'm going to say dealer's choice. <laughs> yeah, as I recall from, I did an expedition to Monkey Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you could, all you had to, it was blood um, or something from the body, hair, clothes. Semen. Nah, well, is, you that... don't want to do semen from the body. You can, but you're going to end up with a doll that you do not want in the house. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh... Why? Well, I'm going to use the word humpy. Oh, no. humpy doll. A, a real humpy, humpy doll. I thought it was just because it's gross. You don't well, want that also, around. that too. It's a little bit a uh, Bride of Chucky situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah real. Jennifer Tilly's going to yeah. come in your house. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see that movie. That was Who was in that movie, right? I have no okay, idea. Okay, not important. Seed of Chucky. Seed of Chucky and Bri- Bride of Chucky. I think two. that that was the sequel. Yeah, there were two. There were, I think they were both movies. Mm-hmm. And then there was the granddad of Chucky. <laughs> Which was a weird one. It was a weird one. Mostly just him and a, and a lazy boy but watching they were also, TV. Yeah, that's true. Watching but it was a, also anti-Nazi. So yeah, like, oh, he was watching you know. a, they got the real political story of Chucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in uh, World War II. So, did you, so you're just looking... So so I think that this is a good idea. So you can put some something to maybe get them their bodily fluids onto these dolls. Because you would like... You would like them to possess the dolls. Yeah, you know, there okay. was one guy who I read on Facebook after he gave me his name and picture and saw that his mother was dying. So mm-hmm. I made a doll uh, of him and his mother. Mm-hmm. So sweet. And this is a service. I yeah. like that. The, he, he cried, though, um, <laughs> when he held her. So um, uh-huh. let me just ask a quick question. You have 37 dolls in that house. 
and zero of them are haunted right now. As far no, nothing's moving around the house like uh, the gentleman explained. No auras changed. Nothing. So, Tra- so I'm just gonna say you need to keep in mind what Travis said. If you get to 19 and counting. You're going to want to slow down it on It might be that dogs. you're just coming across too desperate, and, mm. and that's never going to yeah. entice a spirit in the house. So the spirit is like, you want it too bad. No, oh, yeah. You know, maybe play it cool. Yeah. Play, maybe, like, just take your foot off the gas, play hard to get a little bit, mm-hmm. and then maybe the spirit's like, well, now I want to possess it. Well, make sure, make sure it's clear. You said, I thought it was 19 and counting for one specific type of doll. No, it possessed dolls. He doesn't if have any possessed dolls. Yeah, if you have 19 and counting possessed dolls. My yeah. thought bad, is, bad you know, there was mentioned that uh, you can get a doll that's already possessed, and mm-hmm. if you can find a vessel that's more appealing, it'll go to that. So oh. if you're a doll maker, you know, make something nice. Put Make a doll with a basket on its back. And it actually works a lot like sourdough. And it's like you just need a oh, starter. You need a starter, and then you can make as much. The same with kombucha. Yeah. Same similar exactly situation. The same. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for calling. Uh, Thank you. We Thank appreciate you. that. Thank it's, you. Uh, now, um, how many? How th- what percentage, Travis? Would you say of Airbnbs? Wait. Hmm. What? What percentage of Airbnbs? Okay. Have haunted dolls in them? Ninety-three. Ninety-three percent have haunted <laughs> dolls. That seems like a dangerous website to be on. Once I guess again, on the- once again. They're not all bad. Oh, okay, okay. At least 26% of that is positive energy dolls. Nine, okay, so we're dealing with what? Say, you know, 60... Mm, 60. 67%? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm well, and, and even that might just be mischievous. Oh, not I necessarily see. like evil. Might okay. not have bad intentions. It might just be like, oh, where'd I put my sunglasses? Eee! Yeah, that's no. good. That's good. Okay, well, I'm a big Airbnb user. I just want yeah. to make sure. Uh, how many dolls have you seen? Uh... You know, I just haven't kept my eyes out for it. Oh, you have to. Yeah, and we, we actually have a Facebook like... group, Doll Spotters. Doll Spotters. Just take a picture, but you don't get points for dolls that you know. Uh-huh. Um, you don't get doll points for dolls in places where dolls are supposed to be. Right. You have to take a picture uh, so, like, of them coming out go, in the wild. You can't go to the American Doll Store. Yeah, American like Girl no one's surprised by that. But if no. you see a doll just like on the street walking around, you can be like, oh, doll. and then it's like plus one for like, you know, gingham dress, plus one, whatever. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Gingham dress is a popular one. Mm-hmm. Um, I have another another one. Uh, just a doll story. See what you think about this one. Um, a family, <laughs> another one of Zane's doll stories. A family moves uh, in the late nineties, uh-huh. following NAFTA to Mexico. Uh huh. Buys an old doll factory. Yeah. The father hates it. He yeah. thinks it's not going to be profitable. Mm-hmm. He destroys a lot of the dolls. Yeah. Uh, the little girl gets attached to one of the dolls, mm-hmm. and it is encouraging her to kill her parents. Oof. Um, so what is it, if, if, what is a responsibility, it's, it's a movie called Dolly Dearest. <laughs> oh, this is a movie? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Wait, well, yeah. Oh, I thought we were dealing with a real life scenario. Um, uh, based on a true story. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> there we go. And uh, yeah, it's really, uh, it's a story about NAFTA. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the question is, if, uh, you know, you have an oppressor, um, American, capitalist mm-hmm. going to Mexico, uh-huh. exploiting labor, uh-huh. and, uh, would it be okay, just morally, if the child who is, you know, could be easily influenced, she's looking for a friend, um, by the doll to kill her parents? Would do you think that would be okay to kill the parents? If to the, kill doll the parents doesn't or to have do the doll? it, is the doll responsible? Oh, if the doll doesn't do it, that's okay. That was a long story for that question. If the doll doesn't do but it, but it, it the was doll a wonderful was... story. <laughs> it touched us all deeply. <laughs> I think that the important thing, um, if you find yourself in this scenario, is to ask the doll why it's behaving this week. Because I guarantee it doesn't have a specific beef with the parents. Maybe it is like, oh, I feel like you're taking advantage of labor laws in this country. And the, and you're like, okay, but like, 
you're a doll. And the doll's like, oh, yeah, I don't actually care anymore. Now we can be friends. You know what I mean? Usually sure. there's some reason that right. you just ask. And it's like, oh, no one's ever just asked me, the doll, what I want. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? And so much and of it is... And what do they generally want? Mostly to kill people. Yeah. Uh -huh. I right. mean, if that's what they're trying to yeah. do. Mm -hmm. But I would say 8% mm, of the time, they just want to be loved. Mm -hmm. oh. The trick is that they will always 100% of the time say they just want to be loved. Yeah, this doll was very oh, jealous. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So only 8%. But only 8% of the time, is that true? Oh, okay. There's a lot of percentages when dealing with dolls. I see that. You I, guys have to be good at math. That's what the online classes mostly were with statistics. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, but I would say 8% of the time, they do just want to be loved. But you know what? You know what I say? I say that you trust them 100% of the time because that 8% of the time, it is magical. Oh, that's so oh. sweet. It's nice to have a doll that hugs back. Yeah, agreed. Just agreed. one more. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's say you're driving through the countryside. Uh -huh. Your car breaks down. Yeah. You end up in a house not unlike our previous callers. Uh-huh. Now this is from a movie called Dolls based on a true story. <laughs> Wait, so it's called Dolls? <laughs> it's called Dolls. Yeah, Stuart Gordon movie. It's the first doll. It was before Chucky. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and so, but this house is completely full of dolls, every kind. And it's more of a, like, oh, these people are going to get their comeuppance. You know, there's mm -hmm. some rude punks in it, and they're, like, listening to loud music on there. In the house? Or the, the people the who drivers. have shown up? Okay. They, oh, yeah, everybody broke down, ends up staying the night, and the old people are very nice-seeming mm -hmm. doll maker, old man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then the dolls start killing everyone. Ugh, yeah. Now, the old man was okay with it. He kind of made the dolls oh. to give people their comeuppance. Do you think it's okay if a doll kills a person who's behaving irresponsibly? You're talking about doll vigilante justice. Yes. <laughs> um, I go back and forth on this. If you ask a lot of people how they feel about doll vigilante justice, they're going to say, you know what? Like, I don't think it's right to take the law into your own hands. And right. I say, what if those hands are tiny and porcelain? You yeah, know what I mean? of course, of it's, course. It's very different then. What if they have eight points of articulation? It rude punks with loud music. Yeah. Rude punks with loud music really do deserve their crap. Yeah, why, what are they doing listening to that music so loud? It's so loud. <laughs> There's books to read. Exactly. There's politics to influence. And what are you doing being a punk? Don't be a punk. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's 2016. It's 2016. You missed so it. You missed the boat. 80s and 90s. To be granted, to yeah, this story is from the 80s. Well, oh, then it's fine. It's, That's it's a lot that. different than, that would be like if, if they were uh, listening to loud music and also didn't support America in the Cold War. Yeah, and then it's sure. like, Now it's a completely, I don't want to get political. <laughs> right, sure. As a conservative, I completely support what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that we really needed your support then, punks. Where were you? Where were you? Where were you? And that's why we lost the Cold War. <laughs> yeah, you could have uh, made them pay to tear down that wall. Why weren't the dolls fighting in the army? I, I You know what? I don't want to... Uh, wow. I wish don't they would just let there. dolls into the army. I've been I've actually been campaigning for a long time. I'm mm -hmm. with um I'm with a group that's trying to change laws so that dolls can join the army. Oh great! Uh -huh. I feel like they've been kept out for too long. You get some very patriotic GI Joes. Yeah, that yeah. I feel like we're literally made to do this, mm -hmm. and, and, and they're not allowed in. Yeah, and yeah, the don't ask, don't be a porcelain doll mm -hmm. uh, policy is really... It just doesn't work. Yeah. You know, because you can look at them and say, you're six inches tall. Yeah, you, you know. You know what I mean? You it's know. like, you can look you can, at... And when someone says, but, you look like a doll, and you're like, what do you mean? And it's like, well, you literally ask, look like a doll. Ask. That's true. But you can infer. Can't don't ask. infer, don't tell was a much different policy. Right, that's true. Amazon's doing a lot of research on uh, drones for dolls. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, for deliveries. Yeah, and they're even tinier. That's the cute thing about it. Yeah. Oh, cute. The drones are about the size of like a Trisket. Oh, mm -hmm. cute. And then they, they bring little, what, like little like doll books and things? Mm -hmm. Like doll, oh, that's adorable. Little tiny doll food. It is adorable. Let's take one more call. Don't take them out of the case. Call. At least one more. Caller? Hello. Hey. 
My name is Mortimer Masterson. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mortimer Masterson. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful Sounds name. Sounds familiar. I'm no longer with you. Oh, oh yeah. Where are you? I'm no longer with the living. Okay, which dimension are we calling from? I'm calling from the dead dimension. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, dead dimension. Familiar with dead it. Dead zone. I, I'd like to invite Mr. Travis McElmore to... Mm-hmm. Come on my podcast. <laughs> I already do so many. Oh. After your passing. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> At that point, I'll only be doing the Blart one. So I will have a lot more now, free you're time. not planning on doing any post-mortem podcasts. That's true. I will do a post-mortemer podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mortimer, what's your podcast about? It, uh, it's called uh, Are There Living? See, a lot of spirits don't believe that <laughs> the living exists. Uh. Mm. It's, it's, the numbers are very small, but percentages, it's probably 4%. 4% believe. Correct. It's yeah. a lot higher than I thought it would be, actually. Wow. They don't see them. They see them existing like any other thing mm-hmm. in the world, yeah. like a rock or a tree. Mm-hmm. You know, and I firmly disagree with that. I think there are living. You do? I do. I believe that there are, but I believe that you can't prove a belief. You know what I mean? Can you not prove a belief? That's what I've always said. Yeah, that's well, what that's my grandmammy told me. Existential. That's, yeah. uh, you know, because your if you sounds... believe something, mm-hmm. it, it inherently can't be proven. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Or then it would just be a fact. You would just fact it. Right, right that's true. Because right, it would be a fact. Because how do you hypothesize that belief? Exactly. Exactly. You can't prove a belief. But I believe in it. What? If you... Prove it. If you could die and not lose your faith in the living, mm-hmm. uh, you would be an immense help in my ghost cast. I will do what I can. I'm, I usually can hold on to my faith pretty strongly in the living. But you know what? Hasn't been fully tested you yet. You haven't died yet. Um, you know what I need? I need like a, a reverse seance. Oh. Where after I die, I need somebody from the living to contact me to tell me that they're still alive. Oh, that is like a reverse seance. Yeah. A little bit like a regular seance because the living people do contact the dead in the seance. I mean, it's I guess rever- that's it's true. It's a seance, reverse seance. Yeah. Right, Which is, that's where it gets tricky, because you don't want to touch them. Right, right, right. You don't want to touch a reverse seance to a seance, or yeah. it could, oh, it could that, that goes bad. That goes really bad. Whole thing. Do you have a lot of listeners? I mean, is this going to be worth Travis's time? Well, there's, you know, it's like any podcast. You know, most people are watching television. Ah, uh, tell me about it. Like soap operas and stuff. Right. Yeah. They're, People refuse to believe. You know, a lot of these spirits that possess these dolls would just as soon possess a living human, but they mm-hmm. can't tell the difference. Yeah, oh. they don't see them as a uh, any different from a living person. That's all, interesting. We, mm. we move so quickly; everything looks stationary. I see what you're mm-hmm. saying. So, yeah, that's confusing. Well, you could probably give them a little insight on that. Then I feel like I could. I mean, assuming I retain my immense podcasting skills Ooh. that I have now. Well, we're gonna have to t- touch base when you do where our seance. Reverse seance. Fair enough. Well, thanks for calling, Mortimer. We really appreciate it. And he'll be in touch after his uh, untimely death. death. I'll be waiting. I'm. I'm. Wait. Why does it have to be untimely? Yeah, you know. Welcome to the show. Um, Um, Let me take one more call. I have one question, real quick, before we take it. Okay. Uh Was there ever a doll that was very important to you, or for some reason got you down this, took you down this road? Um, Well, I had. um, Do you remember the doll, my buddy? Of uh-huh. course. Yeah. yeah, I had a my buddy that I was very close with. He was, in fact, my buddy. Uh-huh. Um, and then one day I opened my closet and he sprang out at me. Um, now, at first, I believed that my older brother had set this doll up in such a way that the door was barely holding him in place so that when I opened it, the doll would attack me. But when I asked my brother, who was nine at the time, he said he didn't do it. Wow. So that was kind of my first 
um, a, a invitation to the haunted doll world, which a doll had been able to control its own. Now, this is the only time I've ever seen a doll move on its own. I'm hoping the eight are there when I get home. Sure. I might have to sign for them, so hopefully it's not a thing and of, since, like, I get home and I yeah. see all the tags, Oh, I hope but, we didn't. you didn't miss and it. And since then, have you ever had a buddy who let himself into your house? I've never hid? had another buddy after that. I haven't been able to trust again. Oh, let alone no. a, someone who hid in This is okay. the most human interaction I've had since then. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, wow, since you were... Yeah. It You're really like, it yeah. cut it cut me deep to be uh, betrayed like that by oh, my buddy. I'm sorry to well, hear that. Well, it makes sense to me. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take one more yeah. one more call. Yeah. Sydney, so, can I get a line three? Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, who I, is this? I need help. Okay. Who is this? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm under a bunch of rubble. Oh. oh yeah. Oh, I remember who this is. I'm I'm looking for my doll mom. Mm-hmm. The, the lady that I was made made to look like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're under a bunch of rubble somewhere? I'm under a bunch of rubble, and I just want to find my doll mom so I can love her. Can you remember your name, sweetheart? Prius? Prius? Bria? Bria. Wait, that's my name. Are you are you cute and tiny and blonde? <laughs> I would describe myself that way, yeah. Right, yeah. But I don't know. Do you have bangs? I, I recently have bangs. Oh my god. I'm also aging gracefully. Does that sound like something you're thinking about? Yes. <laughs> Tiny Bria? Doll Bria? Yes. Hi, it's Travis. Hi. I've heard so much about you and I knew you could help me. Do you listen to my podcast? I love it so much. <laughs> Which all one? Eight. They're all winners. Honestly, you can't go wrong. I think uh, everybody would enjoy all about the one with dogs. No, no, the one with dogs is maybe the best one, but we'll, we'll talk off air. I love dogs. They're great. I love dogs. Um... Tiny Bria? Yeah. What? Let me ask you this. Look inside yourself. Uh, not at the stomach. Okay. Um, and tell me, do you think that you're the kind of doll that's going to help Big Bria stay young and youthful? Or do you, do you feel a little mischievous? <laughs> well, I, I want to help her age gracefully, but I, I don't know. I should come clean. Mm-hmm. I'm in a silver box. Okay. Oh, no. What do you? Is there any kind of window? Is there a porthole, or is it just all silver? There's a tiny little porthole where my face is. Okay, that's not the worst then. I've heard of way worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel any kind of bindings on the case? Oh, there's a big old lock on yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Um. Okay. Well, c- do you know about where you are? Even if you could narrow it down to like a state. In Van Nuys? <laughs> well, good news. That's specific. I, I live in that area. Oh, my God. I might be able to come get you, and then wait, I could bring you to Bria. Right, I don't know if what? I want this doll. Okay, wait. Hold on. Can we can we mute yeah, the doll call real quick? Yeah. Uh, yeah Stay on. right there, tiny Bria. Sid okay, Bria big Bria. Yeah, yeah, uh, okay. Okay, remember when I told you? you sure about that you nickname. Just need to talk, you just need <laughs> to talk Bria. to him. You can talk it through. I want you to talk to tiny Bria. Uh-huh. See if we can't establish some kind of connection here. But why do you think she's in a silver box, Travis? Yeah. Well, no, maybe it's, it's a misunderstanding. It's 2% of the time, it's a misunderstanding. 2%? 2%, still better than zero. Take that risk. My, just ask her a couple of questions. Because there's an 8% chance she would my love question, me. My question is, uh-huh. look, you're so you don't know anything about a doll in your image, or you do know that. Has someone it. stolen some of your hair recently? Well, I mean, I'm a famous actress, so people steal yeah, my hair so, constantly. Yeah. Or you sell it on eBay to make rent. Yeah, that's well, right. that might be that's it, because that's kind Same of the thing, most right? common. Oh wait, I have a good question. Can we bring back Tiny yeah, Bria? Yeah, unmute, mm-hmm. please. Hello. 
unmute. Hi. Although I guess she could hear us still. But Tiny Bria, hi. <laughs> Do you know if you were made with any realistically carved organs, like a heart or a brain? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This. Can I tell you, Big Bria? Yeah, tell me. Might be good to have around. Because the, the more like you they are, the more likely that when you do pass, be it untimely or not, uh -huh. then you can convey yourself with Tiny Bria in Tiny Bria. And now you got two for the price of one. What and that I... sells for a double on eBay. Well, but okay. Hmm? But won't that be a crowded doll situation if we're both inside of yeah, that? That's a lot. Of well, it depends on. on what the inside of the doll It's It's like a TARDIS. It's not like one in one. You know I what see I mean? What you're saying. It's I see a little bit. Mean. Well, some of them are. Yeah. Well, let me ask you another question. Um, if I go inside the doll with Tiny Bria, will mm -hmm. my name still be Big Bria, or can I be Tiny Bria? No, you guys also? are just average out to medium Bria. Medium. I like that better than being Big Bria. Mm -hmm. I don't and like the implications you're already a psychic, that. so you're already medium Bria. No, that's very true. Good good psychic joke. Good callback to hey, the thank you. beginning of the podcast. Um, it's the only one I've got. Oh, okay. Um, well... So let me ask. I just have a lot of thoughts about this, but sounds like a lot going on here. I'm open to having this this doll come and stay at my house. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait! It's wait. also it, well as long as she's in the silver case. Wait, wait, don't wait, take wait, her wait. out. Like, don't how did you end up under that rubble? And who made you? A man made me. A man. A man. He and said, he said his favorite show was the few episodes you were on. Friday Night Live. <laughs> That's his favorite show? Yes. Is the few episodes? episodes? Just those. He said that I probably jumped a shark and got stupid. <laughs> was he a fan of Heroes? The few episodes Bria was on. Yeah, that's Okay, I see a theme. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> that's his favorite show is the few episodes. His other favorite show is when you were on Dexter. Oh, okay. Did he put himself into a doll's body that looked like Bria and Pondi? I'm, I'm Do you have Bria. a big hunger? I mean, I was very hungry because he put another doll in this case with mm -hmm. me. He said he was my brother Zane, and mm -hmm. I ate him. You yeah. ate him? That's very but I common. Was so hungry. That's why you only put one. If you're listening, you only put one doll each in each silver case. Because one will eat the yes, other one. Yes, come on. Yeah, yeah. One. that's one oh one. Yeah, yeah, it's like hamster babies. Yeah. Um, let me just ask you a question, little Bria, and and I want you to be really. Can you be like really honest I'm with me? So far, the case, the brother. She has, yeah. Come on, Big I'm Bria. Very honest. Are you gonna ask me to kill somebody? Good question. Will you try to make me murder oh, people? What are some of your life goals? My life goal is uh, to bring back Friday Night Lights and just mm -hmm. make it about you. Mm -hmm, uh -huh. mm -hmm. And then to bring back Dexter, but make it about you. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. And Heroes, I thought was an unrealistic show. <laughs> well, we, we can talk about that off air. <laughs> yeah. But I'd still bring it back and make it all about you. Mm. And then I'll get out of this silver case mm. and become a human. Wow. wow. Well, okay. Here's. Are you listening, Tiny Brio? Yeah. You can only do that last thing once you've accomplished the other three. <laughs> okay? That's the way the way you works. ordered them, that is binding. Oh, so you can become a human once you bring back Friday Night Lights and Dexter and Heroes and make them all about Bria. Okay. Okay. What a fun goal. It is. It's nice to have a goal in life, isn't it? Yeah. I can introduce you to some people. Yeah. I say we should try this because you know I, I haven't been on a TV show in a while, and I would really like to have my own show. I know it's crazy. So You're if I could star. be the star of Friday Night Lights, 
the sequel. Friday Night Lights, The Bria Chronicles. The Bria Chronicles. And I'd be really interested in that because it's, it's not even about my character. It's just about me. No, and I want to make it right? clear, Tiny Bria, yeah. making one show that encompasses all three of those ideas does not count. You gotta make three separate shows and sell them to network television. You can't make a show about a football player serial killing superhero. <laughs> so you've already established. Yeah, I mean, with with Hulu and Netflix and Amazon these days, it could be streaming. I guess that's true. Could I don't know, guys. Series? I just don't know if I want to be on that. Uh, web series is a little a bit. A seventh loose. season web series? I don't like Maybe a comic series. book? Oh, come on. Let's not be crazy. Okay. It's easy to make a comic book. Yeah. It is. I just made three. <laughs> just now? Just, just like sitting in this here. room? I was drawing this whole time. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, we really appreciate you getting, appreciate you calling, uh, little Bria. Thank you. I'll pick you up on my way home. Thank you. I'm under the rubble on Van Nuys Street. Perfect. Van Nuys Street. Hey, Travis, thanks for coming on the show and giving us a lot of your expertise. Thank you so yeah. much for having me. Um, if people want to find you, there's a lot of places to find the you. The easiest to way. To hear your voice every week. Easiest way. Go to McElroyShows.com. Oh. M-C-E-L-R-O-Y Shows.com. All of the podcasts, including my brothers, they each have other ones, as well as like our YouTube channels and our Twitter account. All of it's right there. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Well, thanks for coming to the show. Like and subscribe. Say nice things about us on the internet. And um, we heart Feral Feral Audio. You should, too. Go listen to their other shows. Yeah. Woo! Bye. Feral Audio. Oh, hey there. Hi. Do you like being happy and not sad? You should check out the podcast Hello and Good News. Each week, I sit down with a comedic guest and tell them all about the people, places, and current events affecting the world in a positive way. Whoa. So check out and subscribe to Hello and Good News on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. As a branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.